you are, you are hearing the results of some of the thinking that's been going on in my head uh, this week, but particularly near the end of the week. Uh, yesterday was the Fort Wayne uh, March for Life. I don't know if any of you participated in it. I hope some of you did uh, to go down and, and take a stand. We need to take a stand for life, and we need to know why we do. Uh, it's not something here that we're standing against. We're talking about something we're standing for. You know, standing for life. Uh, this week, there was a new law signed into, uh, signed as a new law in the state of New York uh, that makes abortion uh, legal for any reason up until the point of birth. Um, now, so you're clear on this, it, according to the law, it must be deemed necessary for the mother's life or health, which the U.S. Supreme Court has already ruled that that includes not only the mother's physical health, but also her emotional health, her psychological health, her familial health, and also taking into consideration the woman's age. Uh, virtually it makes abortion uh, legal for any reason as long as a mother says I just don't think I can handle this up until the point of birth uh, when the child is born convicted criminals in the state of New York may not be put to death they have outlawed capital punishment and they may not be put to death uh, yet a baby in the womb may be given a lethal injection to end its life up until the point of birth. Uh, Dr. Omar Hamada, who is an uh, obstetrician gynecologist uh, who has delivered over 2,500 babies, he said that there is not a single fetal nor maternal condition that requires a third trimester abortion. He said delivery, yes, but abortion, no. Uh, Dr. Lawrence Koning, a California obstetrician gynecologist, uh, said this. He says, as an OBGYN for over 31 years, there is no medical situation that requires aborting or killing the baby in the third trimester to save the mother's life. Just deliver the baby by C-section, and the baby has a better than 95% survival uh, with readily available NICU care, even at 28 weeks. C-section is quicker and safer than partial birth abortion for the mother. The New York law, as it was passed, also removes abortion as a criminal act, which means that termination of pregnancy resulting from intentional violence against a woman is no longer a crime. The, the person can be charged with assault and battery against the woman. But if the child dies as a result of the attack, it is no longer a crime to take the unborn child's life. This is all going through my mind as I've been reading through Revelation this week. Let's pray, and then we're gonna, we'll continue, okay? Let's pray.
Father, I'm troubled. Troubled by where we have gone as a nation. I know this breaks your heart. Our outrage is of no value if all it does is rant and rave. We need your wisdom. We need your direction. We certainly pray that for the leaders of our country. Father, they have shown us over and over again they need your wisdom. You have told us to pray for them. You have told us to lift them up. Don't ever let us think that we are helpless or without hope, Father. Because you have given us life, you have given us breath. You have given us a task to make your truth and your word known. Teach us from your word this morning. Minister to us as only you can do. Direct our thoughts, direct our hearts deeper into you, we pray. In Christ's name, amen. So these were the thoughts in my mind as I'm going through um, Revelation this week. In Revelation chapter 6, it says, When he opened the fifth seal... I saw under the altar the people slaughtered because of God's word and the testimony they had. They cried out with a loud voice, Lord, the one who is holy and true, how long until you judge and avenge our blood from those who live on earth? Now this is a cry from the martyrs under the altar pleading for God to act against those who have shed their blood. Now, you know, that is that specific application of those martyrs. As I was read, as I was reading these passages and I was, and this, this, what's going on in our country, uh, that came to, was coming to mind, I cannot help but think that the, 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 that the blood of these, of these children also uh, cry out uh, a cry out to God for vengeance uh, on what's going what's going on in our country uh, in revelation chapter eight and nine judgment is released and it's released against sin. And the judgment takes a great toll on the earth. It takes a great toll on the, on the people. Um, and what we read in part of that, as part of these judgments are going on in Revelation chapter 9, it says, the rest of the people who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands to stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, which are not able to see, hear, or walk. And they did not repent of their murders, their sorceries, their sexually immoral, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Judgment came. Judgment comes because uh, uh, 
on the people because repentance was absent and sin continued. The sins he talks about here, he says, you know, false worship, uh, murders, sorceries. I find it very interesting, uh, sorceries, if you have a home in Christian standard, you'll notice the footnote there. It's from the Greek word uh, pharmakon, speaking of magical potions and, and drugs. I, I, I just... I. It just struck me as I was, as I was reading that. It goes on, it says, sexual immorality, thefts. Now, as I look at these things, all of these are self-centered. All of these are my preferences. All of these are my pleasures. My pleasures ruling, my, pre- pre- my preferences and my pleasures ruling and directing our living. And he says that judgment is coming because of this happened and because there is no repentance. On a little bit later in Revelation chapter 19. It says, after this I heard something like the voice of a vast multitude in heaven. Saying, hallelujah. Salvation, glory, and power belong to our God. Because his judgments are true and righteous. Because he has judged the notorious prostitute who corrupted the earth with her sexual immorality. I didn't go on, I'm sorry. Um, and he has avenged the blood of his slaves that was on her hands. God will avenge the blood of those martyrs. God must avenge the blood that has been shed because he is a righteous God. Because he is a holy God. He must and he will come against that. We need to stand for life. And we need to stand for life from conception to the grave. Without reservation. In Psalm 139, one of my, one of my favorite passages. It says, for it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret. When I was formed in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw me when I was formless. All the days, all of my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. This is never just a glob of cells. This is never just a mass that doesn't have life. Even, even when it, when it's just, when it, when it is just beginning, even before the mother knows that this child is there, God knows. This is, you know, you saw me. There's this picture of where it starts. Now this is Hebrew poetry, but it still reveals truth. It reveals the truth that we, that, that, that life is precious and we are, we are part of God's life. We are given life at conception. Man without God has chosen to ignore this to our own peril, 
to our own sin. The World Health Organization. This is not a Christian organization. The World Health Organization says that that 40 to 50 million abortions take place each year worldwide. That's 125,000 abortions per day worldwide. The Centers for Disease Control, they have reported that 44.5 million abortions took place in the United States between 1970 and 2014. The Guttmacher Institute, which is a pro-choice organization, a pro-choice organization, they report that 55.5 million abortions have taken place in the United States since 1973 when Roe v. Wade was passed to 2014, the date that they have the latest records for. 55.5 million. Right to Life reports that 60 million babies have been aborted from 1972 to 2018. You can dicker about the numbers, but it is an overwhelming number of people whose lives have been taken. In many states, criminals have more rights, have more protections than babies in the womb. And it's not the way it should be. It is a crime to harm the egg of a bald eagle, yet the life of a child is not protected. People get excited about the possibilities that they might find water on Mars because that's a sign of life, they say, and and yet they ignore the life in the womb. If you choose to believe that a child in the womb is not yet life, then you need to answer the question of when life begins. Where down the trip of that birth canal does that happen then? If it is not at conception, then where is it? Where is it then that this magical thing happens and all of a sudden they have life? It's at the point of conception, it seems Scripture tells us. That it's right there. Abortion is not new. It is simply flared up once again, you know, in, in, uh, with abortion rights and in our society. One of the results of the spread of Christianity in the Greco-Roman world was that abortion and infanticide were pushed to the margins of society. Because it was, it, both, both abortion and infanticide were common, were, were common practices. And then when Christianity came on the scene, and Christianity came and, and stood, and stood for life at that time, and, and it was such a groundswell, it was such a result that came that, that those things were pushed to the margins of society. I'd love to see it happen again. Genesis chapter 9, verse 6 says, Whoever sheds man's blood, his blood may be shed by man. For God made man in his image. It's very interesting to me that the verse that speaks about capital punishment is also the verse that tells us we need to protect life. 
Notice the reason. Because man, all human life is created in God's image. We are distinct. We are distinct from all other animals because we bear the image of God. Human life is sacred. It is sacred. The command do not murder applies to all human beings from conception to the, to the natural end of life. Just so we're clear, you would be naive to think that this is only going to happen in New York. You would be foolishly naive to think that if we don't stand up and speak, that this will continue and that it will spread. And that it will increase. This law that was passed in New York, you need to understand, it is only, it is only the full expression of the U.S. Supreme Court decision of Roe of Roe v. Wade. When Ginny and I were discussing this, she said, well, is somebody going to challenge it in court? It has already been ruled on by the U.S. Supreme Court and approved. Roe v. Wade allows this to happen. The states couldn't, up till this point, couldn't take, couldn't take that, that, that openness that was there and the states put laws into place that limited abortion more than what the Supreme Court said. All New York City, all New York State has done was open and and codified in their law now what the U.S. Supreme Court already said is permissible. This is simply the expression of life with man at the center. With man as the ultimate authority. Judgment is coming. I do not say that with any joy in my heart. I do not say that to lessen what we need to stand for or what we need to do. First John, chapter 1, John's writing, he says, Now this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. There is absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him, yet we walk in the darkness, we are lying. We are not practicing. We are not living according to the truth. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins... 
He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we don't have any sin, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So he says there in verse 5, God is light and there is absolutely no darkness in him at all. None. God is not confused on this issue. God is not confused on any issue, just in case you're wondering. He is not confused. He is simply trying to make clear to us his word and his truth. In verse 6, you know, to say, to say that we are his, but then we put our desires at the center. We put our desires as the controlling factor in decisions. We, that is embracing darkness. That is lying, not practicing, not living according to the truth. Verse 7, you know, if we're living with him in the light, it would, oh, with God, that's with God as the center. That shows that forgiveness has taken place. That shows that a change has taken place. And to deny we're sinners, he says in verse 8, to deny we're sinners is self-deception. It's lying. And then what you have here on the screen in front of you, verse 9, confession, repentance, brings forgiveness. It brings cleansing. Notice what it says. From all unrighteousness from all unrighteousness no sin no sin is greater than god's forgiveness no sin is greater than god's forgiveness don't ever forget that yourself don't ever forget to tell people that when you're talking with them There is no sin greater than God's forgiveness. And you stand against sin, and you should stand against it. Remember what this passage tells us. You too are a sinner. Their sin is no worse than your sin. Because they're all all destructive they all deserve death don't forget that you're you too are a sinner lead others to christ for forgiveness not simply condemnation this isn't about condemnation this is about showing people what christ has given us That we can have that forgiveness in Christ. May we be the people that once again lead people to Christ so that abortion, so that all sin is pushed to the margins. Stand for God for truth, for righteousness, for him at the center of all our living. Let's pray together.